Uh, good day, Josh. Hope you're enjoying the clear skies this morning in Savannah. With a high of 66 degrees and just a few clouds rolling in by evening, it sounds like a perfect day to stay informed. And we've got just the news to keep you up to speed. First up, an unauthorized online document dump from iSoon. A private security contractor linked to China's top policing agency has exposed extensive hacking activities. These documents reveal efforts to surveil dissidents overseas, hack into foreign nations, and push pro-Beijing narratives on social media. I'm Steve Onsker. And I'm Jonathan Martin. Welcome to The Daily Brief from PocketPod News. In other news, former FBI informant Alexander Smirnov's connections with Russian intelligence have come under scrutiny amidst false bribery claims about the Bidens. Despite his extensive contacts, including those involved in overseas assassinations, Smirnov had disclosed this information to the FBI. And on a lighter note, Apple is making sports fans' lives easier with the launch of its new sports app. Offering real-time scores and data for various leagues, it's further evidence of tech's growing influence in our daily lives and investment portfolios. So whether it's international intrigue or innovations changing how we enjoy our favorite pastimes. Stay with us. We've got all the news you need right here on The Daily Brief. This message is brought to you by PocketPod. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to a fully personalized listening experience with AI-crafted podcast made just for you. Head over to PocketPod.app to join the waitlist. A massive leak from a company called iSoon has sent shockwaves through the cybersecurity world. That's right. The leaked documents have exposed iSoon's extensive involvement in hacking activities and espionage, particularly targeting ethnic minorities, dissidents, and even foreign governments. To help us unpack this story and its implications, we're joined by PocketPod News World Affairs correspondent Rose Fletcher. Rose, these documents offer a rare glimpse into the tools and tactics used for digital surveillance by China. What can you tell us about the scale and significance of this leak? Indeed, Jonathan, the leak from iSoon is nothing short of monumental. It's a substantial online disclosure that has pulled back the curtain on China's digital espionage and surveillance activities. This leak is particularly significant because it reveals not just the extent, but also the sophistication of China's efforts to monitor and influence both its citizens and foreign entities. The documents came to light late last week and have since sent shockwaves through the cybersecurity community. Can you dive a bit deeper into who exactly was targeted by these surveillance efforts? Absolutely. The documents highlight that iSoon's technologies were primarily used to surveil ethnic minorities within China, notably in regions like Hong Kong and Xinjiang, as well as Chinese dissidents living overseas. But it didn't stop there. Foreign governments were also in their crosshairs. This approach underscores an intent to control anti-government sentiment rigorously and keep tabs on social media platforms, even beyond China's borders. Following such a significant breach, how is iSoon responding? In response to this embarrassing exposure, both iSoon and Chinese police have initiated an investigation to determine how such sensitive files could have been leaked. Interestingly, an internal meeting at iSoon suggested business operations would proceed as normal despite this setback. It appears they're trying to downplay the incident publicly while likely scrambling behind the scenes. What has been the global reaction to this leak? Analysts are calling this one of the most consequential leaks concerning a company tied closely with Chinese security services' cyber espionage activities. The implications are far-reaching, targeting not just individuals but also governments, telecommunication firms abroad and even online gambling companies within China itself. 
cybersecurity experts have begun piecing together connections between iSoon and known hacking groups like Fishmonger, sparking speculation about potential culprits behind the leak, which could range from rival intelligence services to disgruntled employees within iSoon. And what about the tools used for hacking and surveillance detailed in these documents? The leaked documents unveil a treasure trove of digital espionage tools, including methods for unmasking social media users outside China, breaking into email accounts, concealing online activities of overseas agents and devices designed to compromise Wi-Fi networks. These tools showcase a highly sophisticated approach towards gathering intelligence across various regions, including Central and Southeast Asia, among others. Lastly, Rose, what are the broader international implications of this leak? This episode shines a spotlight on China's extensive cyber espionage capabilities aimed at stifling dissent domestically while pushing pro-Beijing narratives globally. Although there's no evidence in this leak of successful hacks against NATO countries specifically, it underscores persistent efforts by state-backed Chinese hackers against global targets, including several countries' governments such as India and Indonesia, as well as entities related to Taiwan's health ministry. This incident elevates privacy concerns on an international scale and signals ongoing challenges in global digital security dynamics. That was PocketPod News World Affairs correspondent Rose Fletcher. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. In today's political climate, a story involving false claims, Russian intelligence, and impeachment inquiries is bound to catch attention. Absolutely. And at the heart of this complex saga is Alexander Smirnov, a former FBI informant now charged with making false bribery claims about the Bidens. What's more intriguing are his alleged connections to Russian intelligence. And then there's James Biden's closed-door deposition on Capitol Hill. As part of the Republican-led impeachment inquiry against President Joe Biden, James testified about the president's non-involvement in his business dealings. To navigate through these intertwining stories of espionage, legal battles, and political maneuvers, we're joined by PocketPod News national political correspondent Don Gallup. Don, how do these allegations and testimonies impact the broader narrative around the impeachment inquiry? Steve, the developments surrounding Alexander Smirnov and James Biden are adding significant complexity to the impeachment inquiry narrative. Starting with Smirnov, he's not just any informant. His past as an FBI asset alongside charges for making false claims about the Bidens directly ties him into a web of international intrigue. His connections with Russian intelligence are particularly alarming. Court documents have unveiled that one of his contacts was involved in controlling a group linked to overseas assassinations, while another was at the helm of a unit within Russian intelligence. This paints a picture of Smirnov being deeply embedded in activities that go beyond mere information gathering. That sounds quite serious, Don. How does this background on Smirnov affect how the FBI and others view his credibility and the information he provides? Well, Steve, informants like Smirnov are a double-edged sword for agencies like the FBI. They can offer invaluable insights due to their foreign contacts, but assessing their credibility is crucial to avoid falling into traps of misinformation or disinformation. Stephen Laycock's commentary that such contacts are typical but need vigilant monitoring against potential double games underscores this balance. The FBI's reliance on informants is predicated on continuously evaluating the reliability and consistency of their information. Moving on to the impeachment inquiry, how do these revelations about Smirnov impact the House Republicans' stance? 
the allegations made by Smirnov could have undermined the case against President Biden by challenging its foundational claims related to bribery involving Hunter Biden. However, despite these developments revealing Smirnov's questionable credibility and Russian connections, Republican leaders haven't backed down. Instead, they've shifted focus towards criticizing how the FBI has handled investigations into these matters. And what about James Biden's testimony? How significant is that in this context? James Biden's testimony is pivotal as it aims to sever any perceived impropriety linking President Biden to his brother's business dealings. By asserting that President Joe did not participate or have any financial stake in his ventures and never took official actions upon his request, James attempts to insulate the president from allegations tied to family business activities amidst this impeachment inquiry. It seems like there's a lot at play here with international espionage narratives intersecting with U.S. politics and legal proceedings. Absolutely, Steve. This situation illustrates how domestic political disputes can become entangled with broader narratives of international espionage and misinformation campaigns. Alexander Smirnov's alleged actions and connections underscore this intersection, starkly complicating an already tumultuous political landscape around these impeachment efforts against President Joe Biden. Thanks for breaking down those complex threads for us today. My pleasure, Steve. Always important to sift through these intricate details together. That was PocketPod News National Political Correspondent Don Gallup. Thanks for joining us today. This week, Apple made a play that's bound to score big with sports fans everywhere. Right. They've just launched the Apple Sports app, a one-stop hub for everything sports-related. From real-time scores and in-depth team data across multiple leagues, it seems like they've thought of everything a sports enthusiast could want. And it's not just about keeping tabs on scores. The app promises a deep dive into stats, betting odds, and even integrates with streaming services for live game action. PocketPod News Technology correspondent Brandon Zwick has been exploring what this launch means for Apple and the broader tech landscape. Absolutely, Jonathan. The introduction of the Apple Sports app is a bold move by Apple, showcasing their commitment to integrating sports into their ecosystem. This app isn't just about providing scores. It's about creating a comprehensive sports experience for users. Launched this Wednesday in the U.S., U.K., and Canada, it's designed for iOS 17.2 or later, making it accessible to a vast majority of iPhone users in these regions. That sounds like a significant development. Can you dive deeper into what features set this app apart? Sure thing. For starters, the app offers real-time scores and data across multiple leagues, including detailed play-by-play -play stats and betting odds, which is a big draw for enthusiasts who want to follow every aspect of the game closely. What makes it stand out is its emphasis on personalization and user-friendly navigation. Users can mark their favorite teams and leagues, tailoring the experience to their interests. And regarding the leagues it supports and its integration with streaming services? Initially, the app covers a range of leagues, including Major League Soccer, MLS, Bundesliga, and NBA, with plans to add MLB and NFL, among others. This wide array underscores Apple's ambition to cater to diverse sports interests globally. Moreover, its integration with streaming services like Apple TV for live viewing enhances the user experience by providing seamless access to live games. With such an expansive approach, what's driving Apple towards focusing more on sports content? Beyond just launching an app, this initiative is part of Apple's larger strategy that includes exclusive deals such as MLS Season Pass on Apple TV+. It indicates substantial investment in sports content, 
which reflects an integrated approach combining technology with content to enhance user engagement and expand business opportunities within sports media. Interesting. Amidst these developments, there's news of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway selling shares in Apple? Yes, that's correct. Despite these innovative launches by Apple, Berkshire Hathaway has offloaded some of its shares in the tech giant. It's a move that's garnered attention given Buffett's reputation for strategic investments. And how does this tie into D.R. Barton's analysis from Woodshaw Financial Group? Dr. Barton provided insights focusing on top tech stocks, including Apple's financial performance amidst market openings. His analysis offers perspectives on how initiatives like the sports app could impact investor sentiment towards tech stocks generally and Apple specifically. Wrapping up then, Brandon, what does all this mean for Apple and its stakeholders? The launch of the Apple Sports app represents a significant step forward in how technology companies are engaging with sports content and fans' digital consumption habits. By offering real-time data analytics within an easily navigable interface integrated with live streaming, all personalized, it aligns well with contemporary trends towards digital consumption in sports entertainment. This development occurs against a backdrop where significant investors are reassessing their stakes in companies like Apple amidst evolving product portfolios that now ambitiously venture into sports broadcasting technologies. That was PocketPod News technology correspondent Brandon Zwick. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. And that's The Daily Brief for Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening, Josh. We hope you have a good day and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to pocketpod.app.